Hello, and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Wiesner. I'll be posting podcasts weekly. They will cover a variety of topics, such as success, failure, health, abundance, letting go, forgiveness, the power of belief, death, prayer, blessings, affirmations, science, problem-solving, obstacles, and other life questions. I'll also tell stories from my own experiences and from the people that I know, where I will change the names to protect the innocent or not so innocent. As children, we all ask questions, particularly the why questions. Why do I have to do that? Why does my brother or sister get to do that and I don't? Why is the sky blue? Why does it rain, snow? Why do people die? Our parents take a deep breath and make a choice on what questions they're going to answer. As an adult, I still have more questions than answers on many days. There are two big questions. Why am I here and what's the purpose of human life? Depending on what country you're raised in, how old you are, and your religious training and family dynamics, the answer to these questions can be very different from human being to human being. Why I'm here is a fairly easy question for me to answer. I'm here to help and to be of service to others. Help and service can be as simple as something like smiling at a stranger. You saw them. You acknowledged them. They exist. It could be listening to a family member, a friend, freely giving away information, knowledge, energy, money, property, and time. Most of these acts of help or service are about being kind, compassionate, understanding, forgiving, and not taking offense. It can also be extremely important to know when not to help. Sometimes failure is the best teacher. You can learn lessons by failing, and you can fail your way to success in any endeavor. With failure, learning what doesn't work can be very important too. So it's So success and failure are interrelated and intertwined. But why am I here can also be explained by I'm needed in this time, in this space, in this place for some reason. So I'm here to hold an energy. I'm here to act as a guide. Now, another possible answer to why am I here is you're here to learn a lesson so that you can gain additional knowledge insight, and even wisdom. Now, the second question, what is the purpose of human life? Again, has a variety of answers depending on who you are and where you're located and your background. But for me, I'm here to live and experience my physical body. My particular motto that I have developed over time is I'm here to live and experience my physical body, to love, to learn, and to lend a helping hand. You might take a few minutes to ponder these questions yourself. Take some alone time. Go into a room. Close your eyes. Take a couple of deep breaths and quiet your mind. And I can hear you saying, quiet my mind. Are you kidding me? Quieting your mind is very difficult because we live distracted lives. We're living in an age where distraction is around us all the time, constantly. We have our phones, our tablets, our computers, our televisions, video games, music. You want to sit silently doing nothing, no eating, no drinking, no listening to music. 
when I did this the first few times, my mind is going, why am I doing this? This is silly. This is stupid. This is dumb. But you have to stick it out and just let your mind wander, let it chatter, and slowly over time, it will go silent. Now, the silence may not appear for 10 or 15 minutes, and you're saying, sit still for 10 or 15 minutes doing absolutely nothing. Are you nuts? That's not possible. Well, if you can only do it for five minutes, that's fine. But try and add time to it every day until you get to the point where you can sit for 15 to 20 minutes. And then when your mind has stopped talking, the chattering is done, then there's just empty silence. And in that silence, you can hear the universe. You can hear spirit, source, the creator, God. If you want, you can ask a question and you can wait for an answer. My experience is the answer doesn't come right away. You have to remember that you asked a question. And so when you get your, get that feeling of, oh, that's the answer, you have to be able to recognize it. So when you ponder, why am I here? What's the purpose of human life? Your answers may be similar to mine, or they may be different. It doesn't really make any difference. You have to find the answers that work for you. Now, many people would call this alone time sitting by yourself meditation. Meditation can take place in many places in many forms. I, When the weather is appropriate, I will go outside and sit in my backyard with my feet, bare feet on the ground. Or I will go over to a park that's heavily forested and I will sit there and I will do my meditation there. The next topic I want to cover is something that most human beings are not very good at, and, and that includes me uh, on, at times. Discernment is a difficult concept at times. There are well-known phrases, the appear appearances can deceive, and all that glitters is not gold. How do you greet the world each day when individuals say things that seem to oppose what is happening or believed by many. You possess a powerful instinct, gut feeling, and intuition. Think of this as your own personal spidey sense. You can feel and sense what's happening beneath the surface of the circumstances, situations, and actions. Don't dismiss your feelings and instincts when things don't match. If your gut, intuition, and instincts is, are pulling at you, then something doesn't add up. You need to listen and investigate. Don't try to rationalize, make excuses, or force circumstances or information to match what appears to be happening. Discernment is a superpower that, discernment is a superpower that you can develop. It cuts through the deception, falsehoods, illusions, and manipulation to get to the heart of the matter. Use of your gut feelings, instinct, and intuition will guide you through the vast choices available every day and allow you to pick what best serves you. Discernment is not emotional. It's detached, neutral, and not a non-judgmental perspective. You develop the ability to see the capacity, intuition, potential, and true value of family, friends, co-workers, companies, and the representatives, and the government, and its policies. Being able to discern what is good, real, and true is an extremely valuable and helpful tool for your future, for your health, and your wealth. This will help you to use your energy resources in intelligent ways. It will lower your expectations that may have been unrealistic and unreasonable. There will be times when people will tell you 
that you're going in the wrong direction or wasting your resources. Trust yourself first. Others have their own agenda and you're not in first place. They are. Your job is to grow and improve your level of discernment. You can ask for help and insight from others, but you need to develop your own opinions and beliefs on all matters. This means you have to honor your gut feelings, instincts over others. Your superpower only develops with practice. You need to take responsibility for your take on current circumstances. What you feel, see, sense, and view as true for you should come first. Things can become tricky because others may either confirm or have a totally different interpretation or viewpoint. You have to decide how much value or weight to give the opinion of others. You are taking responsibility for your choices in life. By taking responsibility, you've gained the freedom to live as you see fit. A highly developed sense of discernment cuts through false and misleading appearances to arrive at the truth. Other times, the truth is going to just be instant, obvious, and very clear to you. It's time to honor and value your feelings, intuition, and respond appropriately in trust. Discernment is very different from reacting. Reacting is generally highly emotional. Discernment is non-judgmental, where you view clearly and with little or no emotion. It's accurate, compassionate, neutral, makes no excuses, doesn't condemn or ridicule anything or anyone. Discernment and reacting feel very differently. If confused or uncertain about a situation, a circumstance, a person, utilize discernment until your clarity is high. Take a step back. Stop working on the situation and ask the universe to reveal and show you what you need to know. In the meantime, continue living your life with the understanding and trust that the truth will be revealed at the proper time. One of the things that I believe in are affirmations, and I've written a lot of affirmations for myself, and I want to share one on discernment. I call, command, demand that the eye of discernment be awakened within me and all of humanity so that the truth is revealed for all to see, free from excess emotion, fear, and judgment, which allows love to prevail upon earth. I like that affirmation. Now, I want to talk a little bit about affirmations. Many people have success with affirmations and some don't. I think it's because of how affirmations are used. When I started, I began writing out a list of affirmations, of things that I wanted to reinforce, positive ideas. And I ended up with a lot of affirmational statements. So I want to share some and think about how you feel when you hear these. I'm amazing. I'm awesome. I'm good. I'm fabulous. I'm remarkable. I'm sensational. I'm wonderful. I'm considerate. I'm thoughtful. I'm compassionate. I'm luminous. I'm youthful. I'm bold. I'm brilliant. I'm smart. Now, I read those right off a list, and I didn't read them all. But how did you feel? You felt pretty good, I, would, I think. I always do when I read them off. I have a lot of them memorized. But you see what I did. I was either going from memory or reading off a list. I wasn't giving a pause where my brain can go, you're not awesome. You're not remarkable. I just went on to the next one and the next one and the next one after that. And I, and I can read those affirmations. It may take anywhere from six to 10 minutes. So I'm not giving my my brain the opportunity to say, no, that's not you. 
I read that list over and over again. Now, another way that you can use these affirmations is you to write out your own list and then read them to yourself. Now, you can also record them and as you hear it in your ear to say them out loud. But I like affirmations. I find them to be very beneficial and helpful for me. And I think you will too. Let's move on to another set of ideas that I have found helpful. And those are blessings and prayers. Blessings and prayers can be very general. They can be universal or they can be very personal. And the choice is up to you. I would say most of the blessings and prayers that I do are more general than specific. So let me give you an example. I send the blessing of love to all of humanity by divine grace and unconditional love. I send the blessing of love, peace, joy, happiness, good health, harmony, abundance, kindness, thoughtfulness, compassion, unity, oneness, cooperation, and collaboration to all of humanity. Or something even better by divine grace and unconditional love, so be it. Another example would be if I'm in my car and somebody is riding my bumper, I might send them a blessing of discernment, patience, and love. So you can structure your own blessings and and use them, and you may find them to be a great help. Now, prayers can be conventional or non-conventional, and mine are probably more in the non-conventional type. So let me give you an example. To spirit, source, the creator, the divine, I call, command, and demand for the invincible strength and power of light, love, and the violet flame to annihilate, destroy, and purify all negative energies, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and the destruction of war to the fulfillment of the divine, or something even better, by divine grace and unconditional love, so be it. For a more personal prayer, it would be, I call, command, and demand for the freedom to be in alignment with spirit, source, the creator, the divine, with special emphasis on my best, highest, and most outstanding health, on my ability to help others, or something even better. By divine grace and unconditional love, so be it. So you have to think about what it is that you are wanting to accomplish and do, how you want to help, and how you can use prayer and blessings uh, to accomplish those things. Now, if you noticed in my structure, I don't use the word ask. I think ask is kind of a, it's not a very strong word. I use call, command, and demand in the structure of my prayers. It's up to you what you want to do. But I hope that you will sit down and write out a few blessings and prayers for your own. Have you heard of universal laws? In physics, there's the law of motion, the law of relativity. But there are also universal laws for life. And I want to go over a couple. There are hundreds of them, but I want to go over two. The first one is the law of rhythm. This governs the movement of everything. Highs and lows will always exist in life. But you don't have to feel bad when you're in the, on the downside. Choose good thoughts, feelings, and emotions that will continue to move you forward to your desires, dreams, goals, intentions, and visions. Think about what those good things are. You're not going to feel good or great all of the time. If you didn't have the contrast that the low and the high feelings provide, you wouldn't even know it in the first place. The low feelings allow you to enjoy the high feelings. Next is the law of vibration. And that basically says that everything is in motion or vibrates and nothing rests. 
You live in an ocean of motion and emotion. Become aware and conscious of your thoughts. Conscious awareness of your vibration is known as feelings. Thoughts control how you feel. If you don't feel good, notice your thoughts and what you're thinking. Pay attention to how you feel reveals your vibrational level. Change your thoughts to something more pleasing or pleasant. Your awareness allows you to think differently and improve your vibration. I have one last question for you. If you can remember back, what's your first memory? Now for me, it's really pretty easy. My dad was in the service and we moved from Southern California to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Now, I was a baby in California, so I don't really remember that. But I remember getting up one day and I was looking at the windows in the basement apartment of the house we were living in. And I pointed to them and all of them were white. And I, my mom goes, snow, that's snow. My dad was getting ready to go to the base and he opened up the door to the outside stairwell and it was full of snow. I remember like waddling over and grabbing or scooping out some snow and my mom goes, oh no, 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 and pulled me back from that door. My dad shut the door and left through the entrance through the house. So my first memory was of snow. Actually, it was probably a blizzard in Cheyenne, Wyoming when I was about 18 months old. What was your first memory? I want to thank you for tuning in to this first episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. If you have any ideas, questions, or suggestions, please let me know. This is your host, Debbie Wazner, signing off. Have a fabulous day, everybody.